0: Please stay tuned You're worth Sirius FM 105.7 Your number one station in the East Rand I tell you, Jumma ka din ayah, rahmat barkat ka din ayah, I can tell you I'm enjoying it, you enjoying it, all enjoying it, alhamdulillah. Uh, smile on the face of the ummah, smile in the studios and also smile on our very own uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith, Dar from the Book Up. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Mufti Ibrahim Smith and tell me how you're doing this fine and beautiful Jumma morning.
1: Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi ta'ala barakatuh. Indeed, Shafada, you saying, speaking about rahmat and barakat, yes, we need Allah's rahmat to remove this pandemic and we need Allah's barakat to restore uh, to this beautiful earth that we are living in
0: Now you make a valid point, and mashallah, you have a four-acre land there, full of greenery, full of watermelon, only thing the lychee can't grow there, but you <laughs> have it all. I mean, <laughs> a lovely, fresh, uh, organic uh, breeze coming from the table mountain. Tell the people about your surroundings, uh, Mufti Saab, how beautiful it is to breathe in those it fresh is, air. But it's, uh, yes, Mufti Saab.
1: It is beautiful. Shifat, you know, country living fresh air, you know, and then of course, uh, the magic on the property, the madras on the property as well, surrounded by other farms as well. You know, the only thing now is uh, that it, uh, that has changed is uh, that we had a 33% increase in uh, COVID cases just for the last week alone. So that is a, a bit scary, and that encourages us to stay in those
0: three. Alhamdulillah, Mufti Sabah, with all the wazifa and the Quran and the Tilawa that's been made in your Darul there, hey, inshallah, you keep it away, and hey, enjoy that green read yeah. there, Mufti sahab. Uh Yes, uh, your question's coming through. This one reads, assalamu alaikum Mufti and Chef Jumma Mubarak. Can a Muslim bake Santa ice cakes to sell, Mufti?
1: Uh, Yes, it's almost uh, the silly season, the festive season, so people want... Uh, they want to make a few range of that and uh, uh, sometimes we get engaged in things which is not permissible, although outwardly it seems uh, from an ingredients point of view it would be permissible. But uh, the ruling will be on the end product. You know, Santa Cakes, of course, Santa Claus that is uh, in line with uh, Christmas celebrations and part of the religious uh, belief and it has religious connotations as well. So it would be impermissible for a Muslim to engage in breaking these things, uh, firstly, and secondly also to sell these type of things. Things, you know, the tree leaves, uh, the, uh, the fir tree leaves, etc., all the things, reindeer, cookies and biscuits, uh, all the things from part of uh, the Christmas festival so it would be impermissible for Muslims uh, to engage and bake and sell these type of things, gee.
0: Yeah, I'm also warning you Muslims, when you're in the supermarket, when no one looking at hey, I must have that uh, Christmas pudding. <laughs> <No> one, <laughs> Allah's watching. No, 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 you can't eat. no, 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 not on. Uh, Yusuf, yeah, you can't do that. I don't know, Mufti Saab. Hey, I want that Christmas pudding. Yeah, like a cake, lovely glazing. No, you can't have it. Ask Mufti. Even I'm telling you, don't do it. Uh, this question says, assalamu alaikum. Please tell me, what is the halal status of the new COVID-19 vaccinations, Mufti Saab?
1: Very good question, Shafat. Yes, we do not know the halal status of uh, uh, the COVID-19 uh, vaccines. Uh, it has not been made available yet. We're still waiting for the ingredients, list, you know, but it is not as simple uh, as it seems because remember that vaccines uh, contains a host of uh, different uh, uh, ingredients, uh, some uh, tissue of aborted fetuses as well, and other impermissible things like pork gelatin, etc. You know, so uh, we first need to look at uh, the halal status before giving a verdict. And a fatwa. Uh, But I can tell the people uh, that it is not so simple and we shouldn't just encourage uh, forced vaccinations, you know, first to our homework properly uh, before we sign up for any type of vaccinations because it could have adverse effects on our body as well. So far, just a point to notice that a good vaccine normally takes up to 15 years. Uh, just to produce and formulate, you know, because you needed safe trial periods. Yeah, they've been rushing through the COVID-19 vaccine uh, within a few short months. You know, they couldn't even find a vaccine for the AIDS virus after pumping trillions of dollars uh, into research. You know, they still don't have a vaccine uh, vaccination for that. But here yeah, they're coming up with a COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, in such a short period of time, so that is very, very sinister. We should first wait and see uh, what are the side effects if it is being tested on other people before we sign up for the case.
0: Yes, sir, Mufti Sahab, uh, this question says, Assalamu Alaikum, is there sin in killing cockroaches and flies in the house? Hey, I know many aunties, hey, I don't want that chochah, yeah. kill it, kill it. Mufti Sahab?
1: No, there's no sun upon it because it is considered a pest, you know. pest we can get rid of in a permissible way. So you cannot burn them, but you can use pesticides and other forms of permissible uh, things uh, to get uh, rid of them or to uh, remove them from your household. There will be no sun upon you because uh, they cause harm as well. Flies, especially it is at uh, that time of the year uh, that we have abundance of flies also. So that
0: would be permissible, gee. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, what can a person do if his manager refuses to let him attend a Jummah? Move this up.
1: Uh, very, very sad indeed. Yes, uh, of course. Uh, first and foremost, one needs to look and find another job where the person will be accommodated and be given time off to attend the Jummah. If the person, the manager is a Muslim, then there would be sin upon him because he's preventing the slave of Allah from uh, attending something that has been ordained and made fun. So that is a sent upon him. And then, uh, secondly, Shafat, uh, not all companies accommodate our Muslim brothers, uh, or give them time off for Juma. you know. So if it is possible, then you have to maneuver within your lunchtime and attend a masjid where the, the old Juma procedure is not such a lengthy one where you can still return within your given time that you've been given for uh, taking lunch. So in that way, inshallah, you will be accommodating yourself.
0: Gee. Yes, uh, Mufti sahab, a very comprehensive day indeed. Uh, looking at this question it says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. A gentleman, a gentleman sold me his phone that he legitimately bought on a contract. He then reported it stolen and claimed from the insurance. I knew his intentions after uh, selling. Is it uh, as if I'm buying stolen goods? Hey, there's an A and B route playing here, Mufti Saba.
1: Oh, yes, Shafat, indeed. Uh, You know, firstly, if you did not know at the time of the transaction, uh, the intentions uh, of the person selling uh, the phone to you the that that sale will be legitimate and there will be no sin upon you because uh, he didn't make clear any intention that he's going to claim from the insurance fund uh, so that they can reimburse him or give him another phone. So you are of the hook, there is no sin upon you. However, the gentleman that sold you the phone, uh, that is uh, first and foremost uh, illegal in the country and illegal by law because that is fraud, you're robbing the insurance company for something uh, that is not actually true. Number two, uh, is engaged in lying. So see, this multiple something come up here. It is not as simple as one uh, seems uh, or look at it, you know. So uh, people shouldn't do that, far. They should be honest and upright. Any transaction that involves lying and cheating and according to other people is void of any baraka. Uh, in fact, even if they give in a uh, replace yourself, in that too, there won't be any baraka. So the sun will be upon the cellar.
0: Yes, uh, Jazakallah uh, for that, Mufti Saab. This question says, "A Mufti, my husband does not read Salah. Is my nikah to him uh, still valid? Perhaps that question could go vice versa, Mufti Saab, on either side. I'll give us both sides.
1: Yes, uh, irrespective of which spouse, be it the husband or be it the wife, Salah has been made part of Salah, has been ordained upon a Muslim. So uh, if a person doesn't uh, perform Salah, it could either be out of laziness, then the ruling would be different, Japan, or it could be uh, rejecting uh, Salah, or she is rejecting Salah outright. So if a person rejects Salah, uh, outright meaning that a person doesn't believe it is compulsory and he rejects it outright Then that person is out of the fold of Islam and the nikah will break automatically. You do not even need to go to any imam card, etc. Uh, your nikah will break automatically. That is, if a person rejects and believes that it, Salah is not important. If a person is lazy, and this is in most cases, we will find our Muslim spouses, males and females, Uh, simply because of laziness, they do not perform salah. So that person is still deemed a Muslim. And uh, if he dies and passes on, he will still be buried or she will be buried in a Muslim cemetery. So to such a person, you need to exhort, encourage them, tell them about the virtues of Salah and the importance of Salah. And of course, the punishment for the one who discards and neglects Salah. And perhaps, inshallah, make after the person that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring the person on the straight path, you know. But uh, nevertheless, your nikah team will still be valid. If he does not reject Salah verbally or in by saying that uh, Salah is not uh, important or Salah is not a uh,
0: Yes, the Quran says it quite often You must establish a uh, prayer, establish Salah and give out a uh, zakah. How many times a uh, Mufti Sabbath, I mean, you know, it's quite uh, often Allah is telling you establish it because uh, many youngsters are being, you know, uh, listening to uh, Mufti Google and YouTube. And there are certain scholars that said, no, nah, you must read the Salah, nah, you must learn to establish it, and you must, you must do this about it, that. But the fact is, your know, five daily uh, Salah is obligatory on on some of these.
1: Yes, you mentioned one very important word, the key word, uh, Allah said, establish Salah. Allah didn't say perform Salah performing salah means you do it now and you'll leave it later on, you know. Establish uh salah means it's something that is recurring, that is uh, within yourself, that if you miss it or if it's time for salah, you'll feel that uneasiness because you have to perform a wudu and you have to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the difference between us and other denominations. Uh, You know, it is uh, based on salah. It is our, uh, what makes us umma different is the fact that we pray five times a day, something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obeyed, and something that was given as a gift to this Ummah and the Nabi alayhi salatu salam on the night of Mi'raj, he went to fetch his uh, shahat. So all those efforts and difficulties in the Ummah is this uh discarding salah. You know, a person who prefers a king in front of his TV uh while the Azan is going off and then uh, he'll discard salah. So it is often repeated in the Quran in is joined with zakah as well that is to stress the importance of uh, physical uh, uh interaction with Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and communicating with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala five times on a daily basis and that takes less than one hour of your twenty four hours keep
0: uh, well said, the Mufti Saab. Uh, this question says uh, due to COVID-19, our company is having a small end of the year party for staff, excluding our spouses. As a female, can I attend?
1: No, you should not attend uh, any staff party in any given time also, because uh, staff parties, this is where fitna and facade and fornication and all these other lewdness and extra uh, this is where uh, it breathes, actually. So if they've excluded your spouse, then it is because of space or because of COVID-19 restrictions, you should politely decline and say that this is not part of your celebrations, it is not part of your creed and your belief uh, to attend parties. Uh, it is sufficient for you if you're working in an environment where there is strange, now, uh, mahram, males, so how can a person that believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and believes in the last day, etc., uh, go to a staff party where she will be surrounded by strange males? This is where conversations will start apart and uh, this is where your dreams will be spiked. Also, all these funny things happening uh, at staff parties and at the end of the day, you will live with a lifetime of regret.
0: Assalamualaikum, Mufti Saab. I was offered a job as a claims agent for a leading insurance company. Will my income be halal?
1: No, your income will not be halal. You must remember that insurance companies, their primary income is based on a riba, which is your interest, and it is based on qimar, also, which is gambling. So the premiums the people pay in the pool where the money is pooled in, all of those things consist of haram, and they will be paying a salary from this pool where all the money has been uh, accumulated. And then also, Shafat, they invest their money in other haram avenues as well. So the whole cycle uh, in a recycling of money involves a uh, haram, you know. So you will be involved in witnessing haram. You'll be involved in dispensing haram, etc. So the entire operation of this company is based on haram. It would be best for you to decline that. And, uh, inshallah, make dua Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you something completely different
0: that is based on halal okay. Mufti Saba, what is the difference between fatwa and taqwa and which group of ulama should we follow?
1: Yes, stop law generally is something that is permissible. Uh, after school, it's very extensive uh, research they will tell you that this is permissible. And then taqwa, uh, even though that action is permissible, taqwa will tell you sometimes it is better to abstain uh, from it. So, uh, in, uh, for example, Shafat, uh, a person uh, uh, goes to a canteen to buy a bottle of water. So yes, you can go because the water that you're buying is permissible, but uh, taqwa would not require you to enter such a place because of blame and because uh, wine is being served as well there. Also, or if you want to take another example, a place the. see Halal fish in uh, eatery institution uh, in uh, a restaurant selling halal fish, but they're selling liquor as well. So that would not be permissible, although they guarantee you that the fish has been fried in some all halal ingredients, still they're selling something haram on the side, also. So taqwa will tell you not to enter upon there. Then which ulama to follow? Follow those people who outwardly represent the sunnah and inwardly also they spiritually high and they only adhere to the truth and they speak the truth. Those are the ulama. Avoid following celebrities. You know, everyone wants to follow and to know a celebrity, inviting them to our home so that we can receive from the barakah and the excitement name also. This is not the correct way, you know. Follow those people whom you know and trust and believe that they are People,
0: G. Hey, he's a celeb ulama, and you say, hmm, he's a ulama isu." Okay? Uh, okay. Looking at this question, he says, alaikum Mufti saab. I'm uh, finding, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing a matric this year. My father is forcing me to into the family business. I want to study and go into another profession. I know the Quran says not to say oof uh, to your parents but what can i do i believe that the, the family business won't be relevant in another 20 years time and uh, that uh, and then when that happens i won't have anything to fall back on my father doesn't want to hear anything from my side please mufti sir please advise me mufti yeah, yes uh you know this mutual
1: consultation A parent always wants what is best for his children. And sometimes a father wants the child to continue his legacy. How many hours, how many years of sweat blood and tears went into the family business to bring the child up to where the child is now so that the child could enjoy the luxuries and the benefits of this world, you know. We do not sometimes understand how many suffering and uh, how many difficulties our parents go through just to make ends meet, to give us the life that we are living and enjoying now. So there is no problem if you do your studies on the side also, uh, you can do it uh, via uh, post, you can do it online, etc. You can still do whatever degree you want to do, inshallah, and then uh, assist and uh, support your father, if the time comes and you need to sell the family business after me, this you can do also. You do not know what the future holds. You cannot say that in a certain amount of years that the uh, business will be uh, non-existent because see how many businesses all of a sudden during COVID 19 became obsolete and non-existent, mm-hmm. and they didn't expect that yesterday, to far. But today we don't see them in existence anymore. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has already ordained for you and Allah has given you uh, in life. You will see destiny will bring it about. Uh, you will see what is. Your lot in life, what will be your professional career? That also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided to achieve.
0: Mufti Sab, are we allowed to use Ayurvedic medicines and creams?
1: Ayurvedic sometimes, uh, or in most cases, it contains cow urine, Shafad. And uh, you know that cow urine uh, it is not permissible to consume the urine of animals that we eat. So, all those animals, sheep, goats, etc., that we consume and eat, uh, their urine is impure. It is considered as uh, majasot. So, these uh, products are late and it contains cow urine. So, even, irrespective if they tell you how good that product is at the end of the day, it contains an element, an ingredient which is deemed impermissible to use. So, as such, the whole thing becomes napa. The whole thing becomes impermissible to use.
0: Yeah, and it has a lot of tamarind, too. Yeah, have the tamarind. Well, mm-hmm. be careful, people. That urine, yeah. Hey, Muraji Desai, ask him. He should boil it and drink it. <laughs> ah, you had some <laughs> characters. Anyway, moving on, Mufti Saab. Uh, this question says Assalamu alaikum. My young son, seven years old, inherited some money last year. Is there zakah due on his uh, money? There's no zakah due upon a, a minor, upon a child who is not bargained yet
1: upon a child who cannot make decisions on his own, you know. So irrespective, of, in, uh, we don't even discuss what amount of money the child is in his position, even if it reaches uh, beyond and above the Nisab amount, there is no zakat due upon a minor due.
0: We had a COVID-19 uh, janazah, and the relatives uh, disputed who should uh, lead the Salah. Any clarity on the above, uh, Mufti Sahab?
1: Yes, uh, normally there will be dispute uh, because everyone wants to appoint a certain imam uh, to, or a certain person to lead uh, the janazah salah. So uh, in Islam, there is a there's a specific uh, path and way that one needs to follow, uh, and those people will decide who to appoint the imam. So first and foremost, the father has that right. And after the father, if there's no father, then the son, and then the grandson, and then the grandfather, the brother. Uh, the paternal nephew, paternal uncle, etc., paternal cousin. So everyone from the paternal side after that. And uh, if there is no uh, members of the paternal side uh, that is uh, still alive, and from the male relatives, then the maternal male relatives will come into action and they can appoint who will be the imam to lead the salat.
0: Uh, Mufti sahab, why are some ulums uh, still having jalsas? Aren't these uh, the same people who encouraged us to stay indoors and avoid gatherings, Mufti sahab?
1: Very good question. Yes, uh, jalsa, you must remember jalsa is actually to show the community and uh, the Muslim uh, broader community the amount of graduates that have graduated and to introduce them to society so that people can know and understand that these are the future leaders, these are the ulama, and this is the work that is being conducted and concluded for the academic year from certain institutions. So this year, it was somewhat different, Shafat. Some ulums opted to have uh, online galsas, you know, and uh, people could stream and listen to the audio in the Khatma, Bukhari, etc., uh, because of COVID-19 restrictions. And other madaris had smaller houses whereby they limited the amount of people uh, that came uh, to sit uh, and listen attentively, in, of course, in, a, uh, in a real life to these uh, challenges. So different had different options this year. Uh, but uh, what we need to look at uh, is the fact that at least they completed the academic year. And all praise to Allah for that, you know, that despite all the difficulties and hardships, at least many of our ulums they completed the academic year and our uh, students uh, weren't affected so much as initially taught to you.
0: Yeah, yes, Mufti Saab, I know a fortnight ago, we were in one Jalsa. Yeah. I was the only one that had a mask on, I think. And, uh, yeah, no, no. and two radio stations, <laughs> I think two radio stations came and, <laughs> and carried it out. I mean, you didn't even ask for it. It just came on their own. They said, no, we want to carry the Jalsa. Alhamdulillah. Yes, sir, Mufti Sab. This question says, can we shave our hair for a local cancer drive? Uh, the hair collected will be made into wigs for patients
1: out of it looks like a good initiative. Uh, people want to support uh, the cause for cancer, the fight against cancer, you know. But there's few issues regarding this particular question here. Number one is the wearing of a wig. So a wig is not a wig made out of human hair actually is not permissible. We cannot use anything that is made out of human hair. So in this case the hair will be shaven and uh, uh then the haram actions will be uh uh you is converting those human hair into a wig so that those people who are suffering from cancer, they can wait. So that is not permissible. You cannot donate your hair for a haram cause. Uh, that's in fact, being made into a week. So then this whole entire procedure becomes completely permissible and haram. So we say that it is not permissible to shave your hair and keep donating it for weeks for cancer causes too.
0: You know, absolutely, the hair to the strand of the hair carries so much of information about that individual. You know, the DNA, the RNA, it's all in the strand of hair, Mufti up. And you can imagine yes. uh, those nefarious uh, uh, characters uh, that are, you know, inclined to evil and uh, perhaps working with the evil Jinnah. They could take your hair and, you know what, something else could flare up. Yes, your hair, your
1: nails, any part of your body, Sufat people, so that we made them during the time of the Nabi Ali Sudan, that, uh, Jew took one strand of hair and he made seven knots mm-hmm. into that strand of hair and he performed a uh, jadu, uh, upon the Nabi alayhi salatu islam. And even he got affected until Allah revealed that the last two surahs, qul'a'ud bi rabbi na'z and qul'a'ud bi rabbi Salat." See, so if that could happen to the death of creation, what about me and you? You know, the old people used to say we should bury these type of things. And today we are so modern and we say, no, those are old, old tales, old mm. people uh, tales. And that's why we in really difficulty today and our uh, predecessors, they were better off than
0: us. too. Yeah, make a lot of sense, uh, Mufti up. You need to give, a you know, a big lecture on that, your clipping of your nails things and your hair. Must. Yeah, I think it's a very important topic. Is balsamic vinegar permissible to use?
1: Yes, balsamic vinegar is permissible. Remember, it goes through a fermentation uh, process. And most of the things, uh, the vinegar that we buy today is actually synthetic. Uh, The original vinegars, uh, those are very, uh, very, very expensive. Uh, People buy synthetic vinegar and it's easier to produce also because everything is being done in uh, mass production. But what vinegar I do suggest, uh, Shafat, and I see it quite often nowadays, is ajwa-baked vinegar. You'll find it in a lot of Islamic shops, uh, spice shops, and of course radio stations uh, that uh, uh, or selling Islamic things as well. You'll find a uh, baked vinegar. That is what the Nabi alayhi salatu wa used to use in the Sahaba, radiallahu as a condiment of their foods, you know. So you get ajwa-baked vinegar as well. It is not so expensive, and one bottle might keep you for quite some time. At least you'll be practicing on Hey,
0: Mufti Saab, I can tell you the Ajwa fans also, hey, I want it now, I want it now. Yusuf he is going to stock some. How many boxes, Yusuf? Yeah, I'll tell you where. I know, Mufti Saab, I saw you buying that date uh, vinegar. I saw, I know where you bought it from. Uh, very good, Mufti Saab. Perhaps a, a beautiful morning with you indeed. And uh, your parting words? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removed this pandemic, but uh, we've been told that we are going through a second phase so
1: right now with all the beaches in KZN will be closed. Uh, Ramapozo will be making that announcement soon. So keeping revelers at bay also, <laughs> which is good, to curb the fester, for sad season, so people can spend more time with FM So Allah make it easy for this Allah. assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi
0: wa wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. I tell you, Mufti Saab sounded very happy uh, announcing that. They'll close the beaches, eh? He doesn't know that he's disappointing a lot of our brothers uh, from Kauteng. Yeah, they said, no, man, we want to go and swim in that Indian Ocean there. But anyway, we'll see what happens because the tourism industry is fighting tooth and nail to keep the beaches open. Ban the alcohol. Ban it. Time for us to go for a break. When we get back, inshallah, we'll round up and close up the program.
1: FM sharing the beauty of Islam. (laughs)